When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, we keep talking about the quarterback of the Jets and the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals on today's show. <laughs> Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The number if you want to jump in with us. Jonathan Gannon is the head coach of the Cardinals, and Myron, he had to answer some awkward questions today because they were tanking anyway, but they cut a veteran quarterback, and now they're going to be starting somebody who most of the people in the audience right now have never heard of once before in their lives. Yeah, Greg Popovich is like, whoa, <laughs> I mean, that's a lot, guys. Can we uh, take a few steps uh, back? You know, you don't want to tank this deliberately. Right. Sam Hinkie's like, man, I didn't even see this coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were tanking to begin with. Yeah. They they decided to tank their tank. And I guess that's a I've great phrase. To, we should cut that. The tank their tank is exactly what the Cardinals just did. But they I tank I, their tank. Myron, I wonder at what point does the NFL have to step in here and have a conversation about a draft lottery? This is clearly a Caleb Williams move. Yeah. They cut Colt McCoy to start either Josh Dobbs or the, this quarterback from Houston who is a fifth-round pick who has zero snaps of NFL experience. Like, they don't, yeah. they don't have anybody who's played who's sitting down there on the bench, and it's clearly a move to lose on purpose. I don't know what you say to your locker room, you know, in a situation like this. The season that even started for the Cardinals, and it's already over. Yeah, I, I think, t- to me, your locker room, your coaching staff, which is brand new, you know, the guys you brought in and you promised Jonathan Gannon that, hey, he would be able to, to coach a capable team. He's coming off a Super Bowl uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles, and now he inherits this. I just think yeah. in the NBA, when we heard about tanking, Adam Silver pounced on that right away. Like right away it became this big topic. Adam Silver sent out this memo warning teams about tanking and what would happen if they did it. And that's only tanking for a shot at a number one pick. You're tanking with the hope that, uh, you know, the balls might bounce your way. In the NFL, if you're the worst team in the league, you get the number one pick. So you would think the NFL would have even a greater sense of urgency with it than even the NBA. I'd start if I was the NFL with a draft lottery because I don't understand why they don't have one to begin with, Myron. It's an event. They could do it in a rotating group of host cities live on espn we want it you and i could do it on espn radio we're willing yeah. to nominate ourselves as the host Let's do it how, how about this we do it in san diego every year and myron and i host it live because we live in cold weather markets I'm with it. it happens myron perfect timing I'm it a, happens the it. weekend after the super bowl wouldn't that I'm, be fun like the I'm, the Sunday after the super yeah. bowl you've got this live event to decide who's got the number one pick in the nfl draft yeah, let, let me say ahead of time, I'm available. You know, if they if they want to do it, uh, I'll put my name in the hat. I'm, I'm ready for it, for sure. It would be fun. Um, it, it would be certainly an event at the NFL. Yep. I mean, the NBA draft lottery is a big event. But, but I do think 
this is the kind of thing where they're not even trying to hide it. Yeah. Like that's the thing if that's you're the NFL. Problem. It's like, okay, if you cut some guys and you're just gonna be bad no matter what and you're yeah. in that situation, that's yeah. one thing. Like the Texans are gonna be bad, yeah. probably with CJ Stroud. Right. This is you're not even trying. And with the Colt McCoy move, yeah. you can make the case if you're the NFL yeah. that they're trying to get worse. So here's, I think you gotta do something. Here's the other piece of this. I don't think tanking works. I really I know it worked for the Houston Astros, okay? Yeah. Give me the other team that has built a winning culture where they can win a championship. I'm not talking about get a MVP on your team. I mean, that has shown to work. Yeah. Um, but I don't know the team that built a title off of losing because I think that when you lose like the Cardinals are about to lose, Myron, it sticks. Yeah, You know, that feeling is hard to wash out of your building. And it's something that no analytics expert or no brilliant brains behind a move like this would ever be able to quantify. You just forget how to win, and it takes years to remember. Yeah, I I think the challenge is it definitely works in the NBA, and it has. You know, LeBron James and what he was able to do. You look at the Spurs, you know, with Duncan and now Victor Wimbanyama. But it's more complicated in the NFL. I think the interesting thing is teams doing this are usually in definite rebuild mode. Yeah. And we can't quite say that about the Cardinals yet because of the Kyler Murray situation and the contract attached to him. So that's the weird element of all this. It's like, what do you do with that as you try to implode the team and move on to Caleb Williams? Uh, Jonathan Gannon, head coach of the Cardinals on the decision to get rid of, of the only quarterback on their team with experience, Colt McCoy. Take a listen. Yeah, just like with every decision, we look at the full body of work, evaluate our guys, production goes into that, and uh, felt like it was the best decision for the team to move forward with the guys that we have in the room to help us win a football game. And Colt's awesome, you know what I mean? He's a true pro-pro, that's why he's played so long. You know, having gone through this process in a different seat a lot of times is a little bit different today because it's it's hard. You know that they care. They put a lot of sacrifice and hard work into their craft. You know, ultimately, I think if you're honest with them and they appreciate that we're going to do what we have to do to try to do what's best for the team so yeah these are tough days notice he said win a football game not games because the goal in arizona this year if you're him (laughs) is just win a game and don't go oh and 17 jonathan gannon is the head coach of the cardinals now the question for them is who do you start and he had an odd answer to that one I think we got a pretty good plan in place, but I want to see them, you know, both go through the next two weeks. I think that how the plan that we have to evaluate that and to get that done and and the team knowing the why behind it, I think they're comfortable with it, but feel good about where it's at. I'm not going to name a starter because I think it's a competitive advantage for us going to Washington, but we'll know who the starter is. (laughs) Watch out, Washington. It could be Josh Dobbs. It could be Clayton Toon. We're going to be mysterious about it. Like, Which one is coming at you? Is there a chance they both could be coming at you in some weird two-quarterback offense? Listen, the Chiefs have named a quarterback, yeah. and their quarterback gives them a competitive advantage, yeah, but yeah. everybody knows who it is. This idea that secrets somehow yeah. give you an advantage over the other team, I bet you the commanders are laughing yeah. their butts off at they, that comment. They, They're they, laughing at you. They are, but John, but like here's the thing, Aaron. I, I got to give Jonathan Gannon a little grace. 
he might not be speaking with a clear mind right now. Yeah. He was just told yep. that the only quarterback in his room that gives him a chance to actually win a game or two has been released. The main quarterback that probably he hoped to coach was Kyler Murray, I assumed. Looks like we're not going to see him at all. And then they said, here's Clayton Toon and Josh Dobbs. He's trying to find the silver lining in some of this. He knows he's in a bad spot, yeah. but he's trying to sound hopeful uh, in the midst of the terrible scenario that he's been presented with. I mean, how long until past game specialist Spencer Whipple is throwing yeah, passes go for get, the Arizona? Go get Phillip Rivers, man. Phillip Rivers is out there ready to play again. Quarterback coach Israel Woolfork is available, <laughs> yeah. as well as uh, the offensive the, line coach Clayton Adams might be are, interesting to watch play are, quarterback. Are the Detmers available? Are the Detmers still playing quarterback somewhere? A McCown? They, what, we got to like, find There's, there's like, got to be a McCown like, available. Weren't there like five Detmers? Go get one of the Detmers, man. <laughs> Coy, Ty. There's a bunch of them. Uh, Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle. RV, motorcycle, boat insurance. You can visit Progressive.com today. That is Progressive.com. The Niners agreeing to trade Trey Lance to the Dallas Cowboys in exchange for a fourth-round pick. This kid was the number three overall pick just a few years ago, and we've barely seen him play. A fourth-round pick, in my opinion, absolutely worth that gamble to see what you've got. Uh, Trading for another quarterback. Could that be that you don't have that much faith in Dak Prescott? Could that be the reason? I'm just asking. <laughs> see you soon. You hear? The giggling of Stephen A. Smith means the Cowboys might have just done something stupid. <laughs> Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. <laughs> I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf. Calvin Watkins covers the Cowboys. He is always our correspondent who we bring in when they make news. He covers them for the Dallas Morning News. You can follow him on Twitter or X, whatever we're calling it these days. Calvin Watkins, C-A-L-V-I-N Watkins at Calvin Watkins. And Calvin, we'll start here. What was your reaction when you saw that the Cowboys of all teams were the ones who swung a deal for Trey Lance? I was kind of surprised. Um, I thought they were going to go with two quarterbacks on their roster, Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush. And then when they get Trey Lance, I'm like, whoa, what's going on around here? So uh, very, very surprised. But then when you think about it, you know, Dak's got two years left in his deal. Hey, who knows? But uh, this was a, a, I was very surprised by, by this move. Calvin, we've heard, I heard a lot of talk about whether or not this pushes Dak Prescott uh, in a huge year for his career. What's the realistic scenario, if there is one, where Trey Lance sees the field somehow in 2023? The only way I think he sees the field realistically is if he's the third quarterback and something happens to to Prescott in the rush. You know what I'm saying? Um, Now, here's the other thing. Here's where you could tell about the development of Trey Lance. Right now, he's the number three guy on, on the depth chart. So... At some point during the year, if you think Trey Lance is going to be the future, he should be at least the number two quarterback by the end of the season. So that, to me, is kind of where, where you look at this thing. Um, but right now, I don't think he'll, he'll play much, if at all, this year. Calvin, is there any thought to him being some kind of, uh, you know, Taysom Hill-like weapon in their offense, like a change of pace? Or- or is, is this move literally about getting a look at him and seeing if he might be a better quarterback for their future than Dak is? 
don't think about. I don't believe he'll be a Taysom Hill type of deal. They got a couple of gadget guys in a sense, and Devontae Turpin and, and Deuce Vaughn. Those guys are little short guys that could scoot around the you know the football field. Um, I think it's more about development, and let's see what he can be in a year or two. Um, like I said, if he can be the number two quarterback by the time this season's over, that's a win-win for the Dallas Cowboys because now you've created competition in your quarterback room, and you have a guy who could possibly push Dak Prescott in a year or two if necessary. Jerry Jones didn't tell Dak Prescott about this move. Was that the right move or the wrong move? Why or why not? Hey, man. It's a business. <laughs> uh, I got no problem with Jerry not telling Dak. Um, now, you could say he's the face of the franchise. He's the, the highest paid player on the team. You should let him know. Um, and I don't think it's too much of a big deal, but it is. it can be perceived as a big deal. Um, look, the deal went down pretty quickly. I think Buffalo was, was trying to get Trey Lance. So the Cowboys said, give him a four and let's, let's, let's keep him moving. And so they, Jerry Jones probably didn't have time to say, let's pat Dak Prescott on, on, the, on the shoulders and make sure he's okay. He's running the business here. And, and Dak Prescott's a big boy. He's been around the NFL long enough. This is his eighth season in the league. So he understands the business side of it. So um, you can look at it both ways, as I said. You can say, well, Dak, they don't really care about you like you thought they would. And now you can also look at it and say, well, it's not a big deal. But to me, I think it is a big deal. They didn't tell him. Calvin Watkins, Dallas Morning News, joining us on Canty and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Myron Metcalf. What does this move, if anything, Calvin, say about how Jerry feels about Dak as his quarterback? Uh, Jerry still loves Dak Prescott. Um, you know, he said he, he would love to extend his contract. Um, but as you know, you guys have covered sports a long time. Sports is a fluid business. And if the Dallas Cowboys do not get to the NFC Championship game or to the Super Bowl, you know, we're going to be having this discussion again next summer. And so that's the bottom line. Now, a lot of these questions will be answered at the end of this season. But overall, Jerry loves Dak. Stephen Jones loves Dak. He's beloved here in this organization. He's not going anywhere for the next two seasons. After that, then we'll have then we'll have some discussions. But even after that, the Cowboys have a massive, I mean, a massive, uh, you know, hit on their on their salary cap. It's like fifty nine million dollars next year with Dak Prescott, and they got to lower that cap number. So that means Dak's going to get at least a one or two year extension. His contract ends in twenty twenty four, so he might be around in twenty twenty five just because of that high cap number in twenty twenty four. Calvin, it feels like the national narrative is becoming that Dak Prescott isn't the guy who might be a top 10-ish quarterback. He's closer to top 20. What's real and mm. fake about this conversation around Dak Prescott based on what you have seen? Dak's a top 10, top 15 quarterback. Um, if you put Dak Prescott in the open market right now, he would have a job pretty quickly, a starting job, you know, and I can look at some guys in the league, quarterbacks, and I'll say, do I want Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins? I might take Dak Prescott there. You know, do you want Matthew Stafford in his, at his advanced age or Dak Prescott at 29 years of age? Maybe I'll take Dak Prescott right now. It just depends, you know. So Dak is a top 15 quarterback. The national narrative, I think, comes from the interceptions. And there's a lot of haters out there 
on the Dallas Cowboys. So I think that's part of it. I think it comes from the interceptions, but also it comes from two minutes to go on a really big stage. Can he lead them down for the big drive? What do you think he needs in order to get over that hurdle? Because the last two years, that's how the Cowboys season has ended, Calvin. Well, the San Francisco 49ers have just been better. And that team has knocked them out of the postseason the last couple of years, you know. Um, so to me, it's like the 49ers, a team that they, they will play in October, you got to prove if you can beat that team because you might see them again in January, you know. So can Dak take them to the next level? I don't know, but this is a big year for him to do that because of what you just said. He led the league in interceptions last year with 15. And, and not all those interceptions are on him. We all get that. But still, it's on his ledger. So this season, he's got to come through. He's got to step it up. If not, we got Trey Lance waiting in the wings with Cooper Rush. Appreciate the time, Calvin. Thank you always for jumping in. Hey, you guys stay out of trouble up there. We're going to try. (laughs) Calvin Watkins, Dallas Morning News Cowboys reporter. When you cover the Cowboys, you're always, man, your cell phone (laughs) better always be on. You don't know what's going to happen next. Coming up next, speaking of which, something that happened in a game has caused an Atlanta high school football coach to end up in handcuffs. We'll talk about that story next as we continue on Canty and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Well, we have a new nominee for the worst take of 2023 thus far. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App. 
I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Myron Metcalf. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Myron, have you heard of Noah Lyles? Yeah, you're, I'm a big track more, and field tra- guy. Okay, so yeah, I had guy. never heard of Noah Lyles before this weekend. Who is Noah Lyles? He is the world champion in the 100, 200-meter dash and the 4 by 100 Incredible track and field athlete. One of the fastest human beings of all time. So he is a sprinter for the United States, as you said. Mm-hmm. And he had a big weekend, right? He he Huge. won him. What what did he win? He won the world he won the hundred meter, yeah, world championships in the hundred meter dash, the two hundred okay. meter dash, and he led us to a four by one hundred meter gold medal too. Whoo! So Fast. he won the world championships. Yes, there are competitors from all over the world yes, that are competing in it. And he took the opportunity to take sort of an odd shot at the NBA champions. Take a listen. You know, the thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA Finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? (laughs) The United States? Don't get me wrong. I I love the U.S. at times. (laughs) But that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. <laughs> uh, no, no uh, the last five MVPs are from other continents than North America. I think yeah. it is the world yeah. championship because the best players in the world are playing. Yeah, it, it felt like somebody who had just told a great joke and they just kind of kept going, and it was like, wait a minute, man. No, no, no. I think, you know, no, the last joke was good. This is a little too far. Not only is it false because of what you just said. I mean, the NBA is arguably the most diverse league in the world, right, outside of probably soccer can probably beat that. But everyone's playing in the NBA. You also have a bunch of world championships. Noah Lyles, the FIBA World Cup is happening right now, and America's doing okay. Right. Yeah, so, right. Right. It, it's the last group of athletes you want to go up against because all those dudes responded on social media. Yep. They're all clowning. I saw that Drake said something like he got himself into a situation that just isn't helpful. Noah Lyles is an incredible athlete, has a chance to win a bunch of gold medals in the Olympics next year. He is remarkable. But now you have pushed a group of athletes that just should not have been involved in this conversation. So that's Look, unfortunate. I think that the um, the NBA champions, whatever the year it is, the Denver Nuggets have yeah. proven that they're the best basketball team in the world. Yes. Now, I'm sorry. If any team from Maccabi, Tel Aviv, or Italy, or Africa, or Australia, yeah. or anywhere else on planet Earth wants to come and try to take out the Denver Nuggets, good luck. I don't yeah. think you're going to. The baseball thing is also it's players from all over the world that are yeah. competing. In, the best players are from the Dominican Republic, and they're from Asia, and they're yeah. from, you know, where's Shohei Otani was not born yeah. in Los Angeles. You yeah. know, these, all, all these leagues now um, are world leagues. Even the NFL, you've got some yeah. guys, you know, that are from overseas that are getting into playing football. And the crazy one is, you know, soccer is the world's game. And when you see these teams like Liverpool's best players from Egypt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, I, those two players yeah. are those two places aren't anywhere near each other. Yeah. Right. 
I'm guessing I'm guessing his agent after he said this pulled him aside and said, "Hey, hey Noah, great world championships, man. That that was incredible." Um, the last thing you said, I, I don't I don't know why you said that. You know, like it's not it's not going to help, and it's unfortunate because people should know Noah Lyles as one of the fastest human beings of all time. Like yes. he is legitimately outside of Usain Bolt. He could be the number two or three fastest human being that's ever walked this planet. Uh-huh. But now when his name comes up, people are just going to remember him for this viral moment. Yeah. And, and that's just not good. Man. Well, listen, he doesn't host first take. He hosts worst take. And I don't, <laughs> yeah. to, to, to your point, I don't know him yet, is it? No. To me, I follow track and field once every four years, yep. just like most sports fans do. Yeah. I love watching it in the Olympics. Certainly, Usain Bolt is one of the coolest athletes of my entire lifetime. Carl Lewis from when I was a little kid, and those are names I definitely know. Although you might know Carl Lewis from singing the national anthem more than yeah, that wasn't good (laughs) from anything that he did. (laughs) Whoa, that was good. That was bad. More than anything he ever did in. In the world of track and field. Canty and yeah. Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf. The, the other story we wanted to touch on, this is really, you know, sometimes coaches can just lose their mind on players, and it is not a good situation that comes out of it. And this is what happened in Atlanta over the weekend. And Atlanta Public Schools head coach is having, having an investigation launched against him. The conduct of Mays High School football coach uh let's see here i lost my place video shows benjamin e mays high school football coach punching a player and yelling at him during the game causing safety concerns for parents the incident was caught on camera during the Peachtree tv broadcast of the great atlanta bash at eddie s henderson stadium at midtown high school in atlanta mays head coach carl sledge was arrested in connection with the incident the Atlanta Public Schools are looking into another incident that also shows inappropriate conduct by a different head coach. You know, it's funny. The power dynamic, Myron, says that coaches can push players around almost all they want. Yeah. But there is a point at which, you know, you cannot touch one of your high school athletes. And if you do, you should not be coaching anybody. You shouldn't be coaching. And to me, I just don't know what sort of example that sets. It also makes me wonder if that's happening in games, what's happening in practice. I just hate the idea that you have to physically encourage a player. I wasn't a special athlete like some of the folks, you know, who work for us at ESPN. Played D2 football, you know, got to that level. I never had a coach that had to kind of pushed me in that way. Like, I knew what I had to do, and these kids know what they have to do. And right. you just you just wish it was more encouraged to to have the opposite impact, that, to have a conversation with some of these athletes, tell them what they're doing right, lift them up. Like, that helps too. So yep. when you see stuff like that, it makes me go, okay, what's happening inside the entire program where you have these guys who are getting to that moment Right. where they lose their cool and they strike a player. Well, what's funny is we sometimes revere Bobby Knight, for example. Yeah. Some because he that. screamed and yelled at players. And even now, I think some Indiana fans laugh when they hear the name Steve Alford or yeah. hear allegations of what he did at practice. Still to this day, where Bobby Knight goes, people shake his hand and want to take a picture with him as one of the winningest coaches of all time. But I think he's another example of a guy 
who very clearly crossed that line. As somebody who played, I mean, at a higher level than me, Myron, where do you think the line is? Because guys that yell and scream a lot get patted on the back as great motivators. They do. But then, you, you know, at some point that becomes some kind of abuse, right? Yeah, I think obviously physically that's, there's, that's the line, right? You can't cross that line. <clears throat> I will say the coaches that I know, and I know a lot of coaches who – might be more aggressive or assertive. The ones who do it well, you find that they actually have relationships with the kids. I think we miss that. There are a lot of coaches out there who will be tough on a guy, but there's a relationship there. It's hard for me when you see someone yelling and screaming and you know all they care about is winning and not the kid themselves. I think that, to me, is when it goes too far. Because I'm going to be honest with you, Aaron. If you throw a punch at me, that ain't a coach-player thing. That's a fight. And my challenge is, if this young man had thrown a punch back, we'd be telling the story of the kid who punched the coach. But if you make physical violence a part of what you do, right. that's bad for everybody. And yeah. I just think it's a really, really toxic situation that no coach should ever get to that point where they lose their cool. Yep. This is high school. Let them have fun. And I just hate the idea, Aaron, of coaches – who care more about how they're viewed. They want the praise, the hype. They want the credit. And it has nothing to do with what happens on the field and the experience that those young men will get. Yeah, and also, like, understanding the level of power that you have, even when you're just a high school football coach. Like, those kids' ability to put good tape out, to be able to get a college education, like, a lot of that rides in your hands. It rests in your hands. Yeah. So with that power comes a higher level of responsibility. It does. Um, I think even more so than the responsibility players have to each other. Yep. I think because you're in that position of power, it means that there are real no-nos. Yep. You can't use your power to take advantage of somebody else. So that was certainly bad, a sad man. story. Canty and Carlin brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Up next, we have a play of the night plus a large tent Served as a locker room in Division I college football in the SEC? Oh, my goodness. Canty and Carlin, Aaron Goldhammer, Myron Metcalf on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. 
Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Myron Metcalf. We are in for the guys, and it's time for the play of the night. Myron, you're going to laugh at me, but this is this is how I get it done. Okay. I've got Novak Djokovic tonight to win at the U.S. Open. That's a I'm lock, right? Okay, I'm with it. He's minus 8,000. But if you combine that <laughs> with a couple of the other big favorites to win, like, for example, Coco Goff. Let's go, Coco. Who's minus 1,200. Let's go, Coco is right. Let's and you could also bet Alcaraz, and this match is tomorrow, actually, at noon. He's minus 7,000. You put all three of those together, and all of a sudden, you know, my $1 wager becomes a dollar and 11 cents. I could okay. win you 11 cents, kids. I'm with it. That's so still t- money. Look, 11 cents is 11 cents. That's money. I mean, like, like in 1952, that'd be a hamburger, right? Or something. So, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm with it, Does anything man. cost 11 cents in this That's age? a really good question, man. What could, could you do anything with 11 With 11 cents? cents. Like a piece you of gum? like a piece of candy. Yeah, you, that's you what I was like, wondering. Yeah, you could buy a piece of candy probably. I, I got my daughter on one of those. Do you remember those supermarket uh, rides, the like horse at the front of the supermarket? Yeah, 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 Did yeah. you have those when you oh, were a kid? Yeah, yeah. You oh, put yeah. the penny in and the horse How much just kind of goes around. Are they like around. a dollar now? How much are they? Quarter. Quarter. I was oh, like, that's a ripoff. I was like, I was a penny when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, that's a, that's a ripoff, man. A quarter? <laughs> We're getting old. It's time for three and a half. That's ridiculous, man. Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Well, we had week zero college football going on this past weekend, Myron, and one of the games was played at Vanderbilt. Who's in the SEC? Do you know how much Vanderbilt's endowment is? No, but I bet it's a lot. Ten billion with a B dollars. Ten Man. billion dollars. Can I get a They loan? had a scoreboard held up with a crane, and they had Hawaii, who was playing them, had to change their clothes for the game in a tent because they're doing renovations at the stadium, and they didn't have a locker room for the visiting <laughs> team to lose. Now, come on. That's... you got to be better than that. That's that's just not good. I mean, you you would think that someone would have a better setup than that, but I, but I did see the footage, and it looked like literally the day before the game, they were moving dirt. I mean, there were piles of dirt all over the place. <laughs> there were bulldozers. Like, did they know Vandy was coming? Like, did Vandy tell them in advance, or did they show up like the week before and it's say, great, "Hey, can we borrow great, your field?" It's a great question. You know and I mean? while all these big time programs move into the SEC and the Big Ten. Yeah. Can we get rid of some? Like, Vanderbilt doesn't belong <laughs> in the SEC in any sport except baseball. Maybe right. in hoops. You could make the argument they've had a couple of good years. Darius Garland played yes. for for two minutes. Let me tell you something. The Vandys of the world, maybe Missouri. There are some teams out there in the Big Ten and SEC that are about to get a lot of money being a part of these expanded leagues. And they're ex- they know how fortunate they are. I know, but they're paying for Ohio State against Michigan. Michigan. They're not paying for Ohio State <laughs> yeah. against Rutgers hey, or man. whatever. Everybody gets the same check. If you're Rutgers, hey, man, Rutgers gets the same check. So you Canty love that. and Carlin on ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Myron Metcalf. So, Myron, you know this better than me. What's going on right now with the ACC? They were supposed to have a conference call tonight canceled because of a very unfortunate shooting. Yeah. At North Carolina, but there is now strong conversation, it sounds like, about Stanford and Cal and SMU in the ACC. What do you know? 
Yeah, it sounds like that. That is the conversation that those talks stalled for a while. It seemed like there were multiple teams in the ACC that were against that. And then lo and behold, someone said, hey, uh, do y'all like money? And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, let's have another meeting. Hold on a second. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's have a different meeting, y'all. Let's uh, meet on the Zoom uh, about this more money situation. It doesn't make sense, right, going from North Carolina and Wake Forest to Stanford, Cal, SMU. But nothing makes sense now in the realignment world. Arizona to West Virginia is not going to make sense. Rutgers to USC won't make sense. So um, it looks like we're headed toward that and the end of the Pac-12. Yeah. Which, you know, is sad for old people like us who remember great Pac-10 football and basketball. Man. Pac-10 but after also, dark, Pac-12 but, but, after dark. But also it's, it's about, like, I worry about these other sports, Myron, because I know kids that play volleyball. Okay? Yes. Imagine you're a Stanford volleyball player. You used to play games in Tucson and, you know, uh, Berkeley up the road. Yeah. Now you're traveling for a road game. You're going to Tobacco Road? <laughs> you're, you're, you're flying across the world. Yeah. How long is the flight from Palo Alto to Raleigh? Good grief. Yeah, it, it's hard for people to sell the idea of student-athlete when you think about these logistical nightmares that some of these players are going to have to deal with. To your point, it's not just a football conversation. There are a lot of non-revenue sports that have to navigate these hurdles as well. Yeah. And I just hope all the money that's coming – goes to those sports to make their lives as easy as possible with whatever resources they need. Uh, Just for for purpose of clarification, for this conversation, Stanford, Cal, they're talking about football and basketball only. Um, But for these other leagues and other sports, as I sneezed in the middle of the conversation, uh, it is a much wider conversation. Tonight on ESPN2, good game. Liberty. Can the Aces finally convince Let's everyone go. they A- are the team? Asia every- Wilson, put her on the cover of the video game. Joe and Amber are next for Aaron and Myron. This has been Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.